say Glenarm broadcast. OGBs. I say Glenarm. <laughs> no, no, how are you, my friend? I'm well. I'm all right. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm beginning to come round. I mean, it's been a. It's been a. A busy week. I mean, uh, between drinking and drinking and drinking, I've done a bit of work. Yeah. Um, had Katie shout at me a few times. So I mean, yeah, we we we've. No, right. right. it's busy for you. You have um. Your auctions went live, but we'll just do that first because you've. I mean, it just gets bigger and bigger. You mean a, a thousand bottles? I'm sure this this month. Yeah, just just a, just a thousand and fifty or a thousand and something. I don't know what it is now. It's yeah, yeah. We seem to be holding around now. I mean, last month was a thousand and sixty as well. So yeah, we seem to find that uh, spot. Yeah, but you individually photograph oh, every every single thing. Yes. And I mean, the sheer amount of work involved in that. And yes keeping the logistics and keeping everything correct and keeping all the records and because i mean you know yourself uh you swap a label and oh yeah now it's a it's, disaster and, it, and you have to take the barcode off to take the photograph so i mean you've got to be meticulous in, in how you handle them and all that we yeah. thought there was panic thursday evening so we were doing our final check so niall was in the room and he's going through and he's making sure that the bottles are all in their place and we had a bottle missing, and it was oh shit! How? Because we genuinely haven't waylaid, mislaid, wrongly labelled a, a bottle in in the three years we've been in existence, and mm-hmm. it caused panic because it was a fairly pricey one too, which <laughs> sort of squeaky bum time. Where was it? Where was it, Anthony? It, it had been shipped. It, it had been recorded accidentally in the database because we we document every bottle that comes into the place. And it was actually only one that was passing through. So somebody had shipped it to us and we were shipping it on. Uh, uh, it, we were looking for it on the shelf, thinking it was there, but it actually had already been shipped. And look, when we when we drilled down into it, we found that we'd paperwork to follow it. But uh, yeah. yeah. Squeaky bum time. Because <laughs> what happens there is Anthony's looking around going, which one of you fuckers was up with me? You know, for months to pay for if I suggested that to Katie, she'd be all mad, and you know there could be a divorce and stuff. You never know. I know yeah. all the all the minor technicalities. Yeah, minor technicalities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what are you drinking tonight, mate? I uh, Ivor in um, Tiny Temple sent me up a few um, samples, so he gave me this one, Storehouse Special from the Liberator from Morristown in. in Ah, yes, friends. Uh, Port and Peat, uh, a malt and grain blend at forty-six ABV. Um, tasty, yeah, tasty stuff actually. See, I, I, I think that little bit of smoke and stuff at times, yeah, it yeah, does, yeah. It does, does work wonders. I've never, I've tried a few of the the the, the sherry cask peanut ones, and I don't know that they're maybe not just to my taste, but I think whenever you get it in the right balance, like the the dark silky. Just that, that bit of peat that comes through on, on it, that, it really works well. See, and, and, and you can see talking to a lot of the guys, I mean, even Jarlett there in, in the 1808, they're mm-hmm. all just adding just a hint. Yeah. Uh, on a young whiskey, it just rounds it a wee bit more. It just softens it. It, it sort of helps overcome the age barrier with it. So it's uh, yeah, it makes I think a it, difference to it. It does. It just gives that extra touch of touch of complexity that, that works yeah. well, you know. Yeah, it, really it just does. softens it, rounds it around. Yeah. Again, like I mean, I wouldn't be. Did I did I hear you say you've got a lag of in there in your glass? Mm. Yeah, I'm not a big lag of fan. 
No, 16. Oh, lovely stuff. Lovely like stuff. Licking the dirty ashtray after a night in the beer. Oh, no. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. I, I, think, I, I think I've done smoke. that on a few occasions as well. So. <laughs> About three. <laughs> hey, this week. Yeah, yeah, that was just this week. Yeah, there's, yeah. No, there's no smoking in pubs anymore, so Anthony. So, I, but I know what you're. I know what you're saying. I know. Oh, it's, no. it, it, it's I'm like lap song, shoe song, tea. It tastes yeah. like well, I don't know. Yeah. No, as you as you're falling out the door, they've got the ashtrays outside, and you sort of yeah. as you're sliding down the front <laughs> wall, you're sort of like, ah. yeah, doing about this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, been there many a time, many a time. But uh, yeah, you mentioned there it was three years. So it's a. It's a did you have the birthday cake out this week or last week? Yeah, we we had birthday cake. Um, we sort of did and didn't. Uh, Tuesday the twelfth. So Tuesday just gone was. The third anniversary of us going live with our very first auction. Um, mad, mad to think. I mean, it's yeah. it's bananas. I mean, now anybody who looks at photos, I mean, you look at the the old pearl beard and it's a lot grayer and the eyes are a lot sunken and I don't know whether that's a mixture of alcohol and stress or what. But yeah, yeah, it's been it's, a, it's been a mad three years. Yeah, um, you you never thought it was going to be like this, did you? Lads, I love it. I've, I've actually found, and I, I remind myself, it's, it's at times it's hard. You have to pinch yourself when you're dealing with, you know, like there's, there's an 88 Middleton on there in the auction at the minute. It's 12 grand. We've sold bottles at, at 45,000 euro. Yeah. I mean, my first uh, business plan, which was when I sat and drew this out and and came up with this brainwave. I mean, we were talking about a hundred bottles in the first auction. If we were adding twenty bottles a month, we were doing well. Yeah. You know, so uh, it was just mad. It was stuck. We didn't know if it was going to work. I mean, again, it was just one of them things. Took a punt, and yeah. Thankfully, we've we've uh, we've been in, embraced or engaged, and people are uh, 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 buying and selling. So like, yeah. You've had a few competitors into the market since then as well. Ah, yeah, but should again, competition's sort of healthy in a way. I mean, it does. The thing about it is, if it doesn't keep you on your toes, you know, you, you'll get lazy and lax. Now, saying that, I'm not that type of type of psychopath because I'm just too mm-hmm. belligerent. I think I wouldn't just, you know, I, I just want to work hard at it and make sure it's yeah. right. And that's always been the plan. So, look, it's. I mean, <laughs> we were competing against before. We were competing against anybody on our own island. We were competing against Scotch whiskey auctions and yeah. and and whiskey auctioneer and all them as well. I think we we can now hold our own with with the prices that we get for particularly for Irish stuff. I mean, definitely. Yeah. Well, I think the thing about it is the sources for courses. You know, there's yeah. different there's different things that, that people like about different sites. And it's, I mean, and the one thing about it is you always know you can't please everybody. Just, just as long as, as long as you have that in your head, you can't please everybody all the time. It's just as simple as that. So if you, if as you long as I'm happy, I don't care about anybody as, else. As long as, as long as you're happy. But but the thing is, it is you just have you do what you do well, try and keep it up and try and maintain your standards and yeah, and yeah that's that, all you that, can do. You know, think, and try and, and have a bit of crack go, to going yeah. along the way. I mean, that's the other side of it. I mean I think everybody's got to know me now at this stage. I'll just do stuff just for the shits and giggles, <laughs> you know, or, or, or giggle until they shit myself and something happens, you know. But like, I mean, again, that I, happened I, twice this week. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I tell you what, after last Friday night, oh. I saw bits and pieces of it. I was, I was, I was working. Surprise! These are amateurs, lads. I mean, what do you do on a Saturday night? Was it two hours? Is it? Oh, we do. We only do about an hour. 
We no. try and limit it to an oh, hour because we we've, we've got people we've got people we know people can't stand us that much longer. And, 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 and some of the things you're an Instagram you're limited maximum to an hour. You see, Anthony, so it's it's nice yeah. to keep it under an hour. You know, but oh. if people are interested, we'll let it run over. You know, yeah, <laughs> over five hours last week, we, last Friday night. Yeah, uh, I I uh, I was um, <laughs> it was bananas. Uh, no, and and so like we had I don't know if you've seen it like we had the resident lunatic from Belfast walking no. around shaving his head and eating his dinner all at the same time. We've and, seen a bit of it. We've seen a bit of it. Yeah. yeah. No, there there is a, a, a there was a reason for this five hour telethon. That's like one of those things. Remember Michael Aspel or whoever it was used to do these things for everybody. They had all banks of people behind them all answering phone calls or letting on yeah. to you anyway. Um, to raise I had money. That too. It was Katie. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what? Well, what's the purpose of it? Why did we, you do it? So, um, Belfast Whiskey Week, as as you know, was was trying to uh, not trying to successfully uh, promoting a whiskey festival for for Belfast and in Belfast. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, it was all remote this year, but there was festival bottlings. I mean, there was four festival bottlings in total, and uh, there was we had we were given by Paul uh, just in a conversation was we've bottle number one of each festival bottle. Yeah. You know, we, we want to try and try and raise as much money for charity. What do we do? And uh, I mean, I don't know if people know, but we we do a, a charity item every month in our auctions, anyhow. So because we have that penciled out for a few months ahead, um, we we sort of didn't. I didn't see a window where we could slot it in. So I said, well, look, let's build an auction on its own and just do the the ten items. There was it started off the night with ten items, uh, ten items. And we'll do a bit of a promo. It'll be live for 24 hours. We'll then do the last three hours live on, you know, on streaming on, on, on social medias and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, I thought it'd be a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, I'll never learn. No. Oh, well. I was, look, come on. I mean, Listen, how much did you raise? Seven and a half thousand, just under seven and a half thousand euro. I mean, yeah. There we go. That's yeah, good going so exactly for Macmillan Cancer Support. So again, a very worthy cause. Very, very, very worthy cause. I uh, they yeah, do they do amazing work. I mean, the, uh, yeah, I've seen it firsthand. Um, yeah. They do absolutely amazing work. And, and and I think that's the thing that maybe helps when you've got a cause like that as well, because people there's very few people in society these days that that haven't been touched somewhere along the absolutely. line by cancer. Absolutely, uh, by, by a family or a friend or something like that. So mm-hmm. when when an opportunity comes up with that, and you get to drink whiskey and yeah. insult people, and well, actually, that's just me insulting <laughs> yes. people. And uh, uh, I mean, like we were auctioning, you know, the clothes off people's back during the auction. <laughs> it was just bananas. So I think we're going to do that now. Everybody says we should do that at the end of every auction now. Every monthly auction, Anthony gets tanked. Yeah, absolutely juiced up and <laughs> that's that's what we yeah. do. See see how much we can raise by getting yeah, 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 locked yeah. on yeah, camera. That's for, that's <laughs> for the agony retirement fund, but that's the only thing. That's you know that's. Right. Well, well, listen. A couple of a couple of great uh, questions have come in here. Keith McCann sent such a an age crack last Friday uh, at the at the uh, charity auction. But uh, Trevor Watson has asked you, Anthony. He says he says over the three years. What's the best whiskey that you've sold? So there's maybe two or three answers to that. So do your best. Uh, again, as touched on Justin, it's all subjective. I mean, 
you know, what's the best? I mean, mm. again, when we sold the, the first silent distillery in March 2020, that had set a world record for the single most expensive bottle of Irish whiskey at 40, 42, 45,000 euro. So, you know, that's that's a that's a hell of a thing to have achieved. Um, believe it or not, a lot of them have been the personal stories attached to them. Um, there's one guy in particular, I know he won't mind me repeating this, but he, he had he made a decision to change his life. Um, he had a huge whiskey collection and he had lost a huge amount of weight. Um, and he needed to get surgery uh, afterwards just to tidy up skin and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And he sold his whiskey collection. He sold some of his whiskey collection to free up funds. And every time he sees me now, he's thanking me. And I mean, we only wow. met him a couple of weeks ago and you sort of go, that's mad stuff. I mean, that is mad. The reasons behind things is yeah. mad. That is mad. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 that's the thing too that I mean, I sometimes get. I have to be muzzled more than people probably are aware, uh, because um, I I sometimes when when people are on social media and they're giving out about people selling bottles or this that and other, nobody knows anybody else's circumstances. I mean, that's right. You know, you're selling a bottle of whiskey, you bought it with the best of intentions, but all of a sudden it's worth two hundred, three hundred, four hundred euros. You have a mortgage repayment coming up. You've the, the kid needs braces. You have a hospital bill, whatever. Sell it. Don't you've paid you're, for the yeah. bottle? You do whatever the hell you want with it. Yes. You, you know, it's exactly the same as whenever people say, "Oh, you shouldn't do this with whiskey." If you see if you buy it, do whatever you want with yeah. it. Entirely yeah. up yourself. You want to Probably stick... snorting it through your eyeballs? Not good for you, but that's the probably only not. But yeah. if you want to stick iron brew in it and 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 a. Be one of them wee umbrellas, like Justin puts in his <laughs> Yeah, feel free. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you bought do you want with it, but I mean, everybody gives off about flippers and people doing this. I, I get it. I understand why that annoys people. But if they get in there, they get in there. And I don't one, know. I don't know what the one that was sold. Uh, um, these people had this bottle of whiskey uh, under the kitchen sink. It was an eighty-eight Middleton, believe it or not. And had it under the kitchen sink. Didn't know what it was. They yeah. had no idea. Um, when they initially phoned me and I sort of said, you know, you've got a fairly special bottle. I don't think they believed. And they, they actually, they were from down the country. They drove up to the dock, wanted to see was this lunatic working out of his garden shed and, you know, with a tinfoil hat on going, oh, I'll give you 10,000 euro. And uh, they just, they arrived and they sort of, you know, it, it gave them a bit of confidence then as well. But yeah. when we sold it on the night, on the Sunday night, she phoned me crying, going, is that real? And you know, it sold for 12000 <laughs> And she was like, is that real? Is that real? Oh, no, you're joking. Stop my ass. So again, you know, that bit, it, it, like, it was like it was winning Tom Boland winning lines, was it, yeah. for them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, I, mean, no. I, mean, as, I mean, that's a life-changing sum of money for a yeah. lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah but I mean, I was, I was trying to explain to a guy who's on this tour that I'm on about, about why people are collecting whiskies and why it's become more of a thing. People don't get interest rates anymore. No. So if you have negative. any savings, it's negative interest rates, you're losing just money. Just over a million, Justin. So Justin to be under, ain't over a million right. negative interest rates now. So, I mean. Well, listen, that. Justin, Justin's lost a fortune. Bitcoin's yeah, up and yeah, down, up and down. And all, uh, all, these, all these assets is all over the place. But people are buying stuff that they want to collect that will be worth more money in the future or hopefully as an investment. Um, and that's one of the only ways people can actually make a few quid and it's uh it's accessible for everybody 
What, 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 tell me this. What's this about? Is this about the Fabergé egg that was unbelievably expensive? Robert Gustavin saying, I'll probably put my Fabergé egg <laughs> up for auction. Got it in Belfast in July. Oh, obviously, <laughs> Robert got that because um, he's a world-class influencer <laughs> and he was given one uh, <laughs> as payment uh, for his uh, his fantastic video video uh, highlight reel. <laughs> So, uh, all, all joking aside, all joking aside, we've been asked a serious question. <laughs> to make a change. No, it is. Darren <laughs> Barney Milligan has asked, will Anthony take the new £100 high street vouchers? I would I would say you probably could take the high street vouchers, couldn't you? This is this is a scheme in the north. I know, yeah. I was going to say, I doubt it very much because, well, I could trade them for butter vouchers or something like that. Maybe, <laughs> you know, I mean, that'd be the, you know, gone what it is. <laughs> do you, uh, do no, you remember I that? Imagine. I could go down to I could go down to one of the off licenses just across the border and get myself fueled <laughs> up. All right, I suppose that'd be it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know whether they work outside of the UK those particular cards or not. But uh, I'm not. I'm not 100 convinced they're going to work anywhere inside yeah. the UK. Either. No, no. Listen, I know somebody has one. I know somebody has theirs in their wallet. It's yeah, but not supposed to be Bending it is that not kind of the, well, yeah, of the whole thing? He showed me it. I couldn't believe it because I haven't, I've, I haven't had hiding or hair. My, I actually tried to apply for my COVID passport and I put in my passport, my driver's license, and my birth certificate, and it still hasn't bounced back yet. And even if I do get it, uh, it's in another two weeks to apply for the thing, and it, it's only valid for travel before the first of. Uh, December, so I, I don't have much faith in, in them myself. But there no, you go. I, I tell you what, you see, even this house street voucher comes out, everybody got a hundred pounds. Wait, do you see how much it cost to do the administration to get it all put out? Because yeah. I'll, be, I'll tell you, it cost about 120 pounds a card, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it cost and there's been, there's been 15, 59 civil servants transferred from the Department <laughs> of Health over to this, so they're, they're actually not, yes. Yeah, something like that. Absolutely. There's Mark Cursed. He spent his within 30 minutes of getting it. A lot of people I know are going to buy uh, new shoes with their, their voucher. I've got my eye on a, on, on a pair of shoes as well. You can get four pairs of Dykeman shoes for 100 quid. Wow. I thought, do you not only wear Manola Blanics or, you know, no, no, like no, I, no, I, I don't. I don't. People, people never see my feet because I could have no clothes on below me. Because yeah, Facebook you're like, actually think I've no clothes on. I can't believe you're, you're like Trevor than that. We're all sitting here picturing them naked, sitting on the naked. <laughs> oh God! Oh dear yeah. God! Right, give me a drink. Give me some stronger. <laughs> don't be saying that because we get banned one time because of nudity. Oh yeah, nudity. Yeah, don't be mentioning it. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Richard McEwen says, "I think it only works in Northern Ireland terminals." So there you go. It only works in Northern Ireland terminals. Oh, but, right. uh, you, I don't know whether you could buy whiskey for. I know when they have the little card in Australia that you're on social security in Australia, you can't buy cigarettes or alcohol with the wee card in Australia. So they probably can set it to that setting, but 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 they probably forgot to, to set it to the setting not to buy fuel. <laughs> yeah, going to have the said. You know the way in in down here they've stopped with your Tesco card and your 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 savings cards that you can't get alcohol. 
or, or when you buy ah, it, yes. it doesn't doesn't contribute yep. to it now as well. Ah, that doesn't it's the same with you guys as well. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't have them because I don't want Tesco spying on everything I eat. Oh no! I intentionally, <laughs> I intentionally scan my card and other people's groceries, <laughs> so as people think I have cats and dogs and children as well. No, I do honestly. I do. I get you extra club card vouchers because there's a lot of people don't want the extra money, so I scan other people's. Yeah. <laughs> He's got one of the, he's going to get one of those restraining orders for Sainsbury's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not within 20, 20 yards of a terminal in Sainsbury's. I, I heard. Know. I want to ask you a question, uh, Marty. I heard you talking about the the, the mile in in um, Edinburgh. Yeah. What? Where? Where's our golden mile? Where's our? Uh, you know. Where, where's our? Where's our venues like the 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 whiskey experience or anything like that? Well, the only thing is, well, can, can you talk about I, it? Because you know, you know something. Are you allowed to talk about that? Yeah, well, I'm, um, I don't think it's much of a secret that Wally Jack is going to be investing some money in building something out in Belfast. Now, no, knowing Wally, it could be anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he has. I mean, the collection, the collections of stuff that the man has is just incredible. So if he decides to bring them all into one, it will be. It'll be a hell of a thing. The, the Irish Whiskey Museum in Dublin okay. is still, as far as I'm aware, still closed. I was down there on at the start of the week, Monday and Tuesday, and it was closed. I've done it, and I will. I've, I talked about it after I done it, and it's truly awful. I mean, it's beyond. It's beyond awful. I, I'll, I'll give you an idea of some of the stuff. I I sat through it just thinking. What is this? What are they talking about? But maybe you know more about whiskey than the average punter does. I'll, I'll tell you one little thing. That, that doesn't don't. excuse bullshit. They, right. I mean, yeah, this is, is, is built yeah. itself as a museum, and this is one of the facts that they come out with. Back in the day, uh, when they got a cask of whiskey, what happened was the first third that people drank, it killed them. Oh. And the second third after that sort of made them blind. But what they realised was that the last of it was really, really good. Now, I'm not an economist, Anthony, as you'll appreciate, but you see if you kill a third <laughs> of your customers and then you blind a further third, I'm going to say you're going to struggle to get the last third to retain their, their custom. <laughs> unless, you're say, an, unless you're an arms dealer. Unless you're an arms dealer. <laughs> honestly, that was... And I'm sitting there going, what the hell? They have a, they have a thing like a wake, okay, like a coffin laid out. They talk about oh they come in and everybody used to have a party and a sing song and everybody got pissed at the wakes. And the wee girl that was doing the thing, she jumped up and sat on top of the coffin like this. And I'm thinking, I've been to many a wake. But I've never seen that, yeah. I never seen anybody jump and sit on top of the dead body. <laughs> that would be taking it a little bit far. And I've been at Benny's awake where I've ended up three seats to the one. Absolutely no problem. But it just I mean, they actually said. We have pictures up here of people in Irish whiskey that have been very important. So they had George Rowe, they had uh, Eliza Jane Corrigan from, from Bush Mills. And then she said, we don't have the original John Jameson up there because he was Scottish and we don't want him. <laughs> I swear to God. And I'm sitting there thinking, this is billing itself as a museum. People are paying money for this. Yeah. When we got to the tasting, the wee girl goes, she's nosing away at it. And she says... On the back of the bottle, it says green peppers. How would you ever get green peppers in a, in a whiskey? I started nosing it again. Now, no offence to you, dear. No offence to you. 
But you see the guy who wrote those tasting notes, he's forgot more about whiskey than you'll ever know. <laughs> so if he says it's green peppers, I'm going with a bottle over someone that tells me they don't want John Jameson up because he was Scottish. Scottish. Look, again, as I say, I think we're we're perhaps on the cusp of something, and particularly Northern Ireland, we're on the cusp of something real special. I mean, again, when you think about it, if we can get the amount of tourists back into, into Northern Ireland. We need to. Ireland, we need yeah. to. Yeah. Um, it'll be all the new distilleries, hell of a thing, map yeah. it all out, you know. But I, I think they're, they're sort of, I'm not saying everybody needs to be singing, sitting around singing Come By Ya, but... I think no. there needs to be a bit of a, a, a an orchestrated plan. I, I think, think there, I think there was there was things heading that way, um, and then COVID hit, and I mean COVID's just devastated everything. So yeah. it's hardly planned for what you're going to do with tourists when there is no tourists. Yeah, it's maybe a good time to actually start thinking about things. The whiskey trails definitely, it's definitely, it needs to happen. Well, the Irish Whiskey Association has come out with the passports, which I think is a pretty good thing. I mean, it's worked as a sort of tourist uh, gimmick with the likes of the Game of Thrones doors and all that kind of stuff has worked quite well. Um, so I think that's a way of going. But I think in terms of dedicated whiskey experiences and that kind of stuff, I do one. I, a couple of people have asked me about this. I, I sell business to business and I had a lot of work planned for, for last year. It all got cancelled because it's very hard to run something that you're going to do dedicated every single day all through the summer because you have to make that commitment and you have to be there if nobody turns up you still have to be there mm -hmm. and if you sell one ticket you have to be there yeah. you know so are you going mm -hmm. to drive am i going to drive from Glenarm to belfast to make myself a tenner because it's cost me far more than that in peril so if you sell business to business they get you the customers and bring them to you but um unless you have the backing to get that up and running it's kind of hard, but you have all the all the right ingredients there. But once it does come back, oh, yeah. there's no reason in the world. I mean, Belfast, as you know, it's not a big city, and there's lots and lots of avenues and places that you can get. No, and, and again, there. I'll 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 shout the Dublin card as well. I mean, you've got when you think you've got Rowan Co, Pierce, DLD, mm -hmm. and Teeling all there beside each other it's a great you know yeah within walking distance of each other i mean it gives you enough time to sober up a bit before you get to the next one so you know it's it's, it's, a, it's a great experience I, I do i do think the pierce lions distillery tour the, the distillery itself is just drop dead gorgeous it's oh, stunning beautiful yeah, it's stunning. absolutely beautiful and the, the guys in it are, are superb and there's a few little touches in it that you think that whether that was done by accident or design it's just, it's just really, really class, really, really class. Yeah. You know, you've got places, I mean, Hinch um, is just phenomenal down the north. I mean, the aesthetics of it is just fantastic, you know. Well, if that, I mean, if, if you ever go and do, go down to see the guys down at Dunvalds, some of the just, it always seems to be a wee I bit don't want to go down there. They're, like they're still shut, they're still shut, but yeah. aren't they? Yeah, they're still they shut. are. But I mean, you have. I've been there, done the tour a couple of times now, and it is it's the way it's set up. They always seem to be adding a little bit more to it, and a little bit. This is changing a little bit. It's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger over a longer period of time. And you and I both know Dunville's certainly in the secondary market doesn't do that well. No. But as those bottles get drunk more and more, and people realise, oh my lord, that is just amazing stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, if they don't start buying them now, don't complain in five years' time when they're worth an absolute fortune. Yeah. He I I I I've said it out loud, and I think Charlotte is probably one of my favorite people in the whiskey community because yeah. of how generous he is and how 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 much knowledge he has and how how he, he doesn't it's not about you know how big a good they are it's about how good the whole thing is and and, yeah. and picking up other brands and all that sort of stuff but he gave me a sample of that um the 20 year old that was done for james fox's it's ridiculously good <laughs> it is ridiculous i mean i, 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 yeah. I it's just ridiculous. It's ridic- I, I bought a bottle. Now, he saved me. Again, in my drunken wisdom the other night, he mentioned it. Uh, he said, oh, it's probably one of our best. And I reached behind me onto the shelf in, in, uh, in my office and was grabbing the bottle of it. I was going to open it. And he goes, no, 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 Anthony, I think you've had enough. Don't drink it now. It'll be a bit of a waste. Funny. I was on GM folks the other day. Um, I, I'll, I'll bring this up as a picture because... I saw this and I thought to myself, I can't not buy this. I'm actually back working again, so I, I, might, I might have a few oh, quid. Don't ask me to go and get the bottle. Don't ask me to go and get the bottle. No, I have it's, a picture over here. It right. was sitting there and I kind of here thought to myself, I, I have to sort of buy this. There's a bottle of oh, cool Raid, yeah. right? But you see at the bottom of it? 757 mil. Mm-hmm. Oh. That, that is a bottle of Coleraine just after the Coleraine distillery closed. That's from the early 70s when Bush Mills took over Coleraine. Now, I, I saw it, and I had, I had been talking to young Carl from the Whiskey Companion, and we were saying about the guy who paid, was it £45 or something, for a bottle of the Coleraine that you can buy in Tesco's for like 14 quid, <laughs> and it said on it, slight tear to the front and back label. <laughs> so, but I saw that, and I thought, there can't be many of them about. There can't be many of those. So will that be a next month auction? Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, no. You're that'll be one of, up there going. You know? <laughs> that'll be one of the ones that I'll hang on to for a while. But it's stuff like this that I like. I, I mean, it's from up near where I live. It's kind of a little bit off colour. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't cheap, but it wasn't anyway near as expensive as I thought it probably could be because there's not too many of those floating about. But I walked. I walked in with other purposes. I walked in to see about something, and I walked out. I walked in to try and make a few quid, and walked out with the down money. You, you look. You weren't looking to buy their silent distillery too that was there on the shelf, was it? No, no. Are you sure? I, I, was, I was just taking it out for Justin. That's yeah. the one. <laughs> Justin's going to get me a, a Christmas present, you know. So I just I have to go and check these things out, you know. I, I'm a man. I don't do Christmas presents. Uh, <laughs> Thomas Jonas asked a question: What do you guys think of the Tullamore Dew Caribbean Cask Whiskey, and is it worth the money? Everybody's doing these uh, Caribbean Casks uh, editions, aren't they? I, I I'll give you my verdict on them uh, on, Car- on Tullamore Dew. I really like Tullamore Dew. I like the light, like that estuary green thing that they do. And I always think it should really take cask better than it does. I'm not a big fan of the Caribbean cask. I'm not a massive fan. I thought I would be a massive fan of the cider cask. I'm not a big fan of that either. I just don't think, I think it should take the cask better than it does. It's always a bit of a disappointment. Um, They're bringing out a wine cask finish, or they might have have it out. The wine yeah, cask. It's, it's, in, it's in Dublin Airport. We were at the yeah. launch there of it two or three weeks ago. Um, well, that one, they did 
they do a, they did a special in the old visitor experience, which was uh, Californian red wine finish, and that's the I think that's probably the best of the sort of speciality cask finishes. Um, so yeah, are, are they looking big money for those, Anthony? Are, are they the new one? Uh, I think it's seventy five or something, seventy two. It's a Pomerol mm-hmm. uh, finished in a Pomerol cask from from just outside Bordeaux. Uh, yeah. It's really really fruit forward it's really yeah. i mean it's boston with fruit with the pomerol in it um would i i'd probably buy it would i buy it a second time i don't know and um, yeah. there's been a few i think tullamore suffers from an issue of its abvs are usually too low i think it just needs that wee bit more mm. of a, a bite at the top end would probably because i think that's one of the reasons why the tullamore dew phoenix you know the one yeah. that was 55 i think that's why people love that yeah, it just has that wee bit of a fight to it. Um, yeah. The Caribbean cask is fantastic for cocktails. Um, yes, yes. When we yes. were down there, we it was uh, we were in Tullamore Dew and they they lashed us with uh, cocktails made with it, and yeah, yeah. it really works then. I, I I could get that, but uh, in, t- yeah. in terms of what the what the cask brings to to Tullamore, because it's that light and nice estuary um, yeah. apple and, and sort of. Uh, Alexander Shagia Sh- Sh- saying uh, 70 quid uh, EU, 50-ish for non-EU travel. Yeah. He likes the Pomeroy one. He's saying he agrees with you. The Pomeroy one is excellent. Uh, he's saying it's superb. And he also posed a question there. Uh, he says, uh, he says we had James Fox on in Dingle for the Irish Whiskey Society Ambassadors tasting. It was great indeed. So he's, he's agreeing <laughs> with you. We must be doing something right if all the, the viewers are agreeing with us. Yeah, I, mean, I, I was probably reading their notes beforehand and just saying that so they'll agree with us. <laughs> no. It's not as if I know what I'm on about. Trust me, I'm in Egypt. No, 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 no. no. After, do you know what I'm after drinking there now? The Red Breast 26-year-old from the Temple Bar. Uh, that's phenomenal whiskey. I have never tried it. I haven't tried it. I haven't got it yet. I'll sell you a bottle of it. Right. <laughs> I think he's talking to you there, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> you said you're back working. I mean, we, we, we're going to skin you live now. I know. I know. I'll get back. But I'm working, but I'm not working that hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, we, we, we want to, as I say, I just wanted to sort of come on with you this evening and talk about, I think, the, the charity event that we done mm-hmm. last week. I just wanted to thank everybody. I mean, again, at the end of the night, I was probably too blottered to say <laughs> have too much coherence, but uh, it was it was phenomenal. I mean, again, it just shows. I, I think the whiskey community, and uh, I, I'll reference you guys because you know you you lived the north, you you lived that life. You fill a room in Belfast with whiskey fans, mm-hmm. and it doesn't make the slightest bit of difference whether they're black, white. Nobody you know, cares. What, nobody gives a shit. No, it's no. it's something we've a shared common interest and shared common love. You might call each other regents with some of the tasting notes, but I mean that's all part of the crack. As exactly, <laughs> exactly, you can't agree. Nobody, you don't agree with everybody, but um, there are some things that I I hear people going, "Oh, that's lovely, that's that's phenomenal, it's great." So, and I'm like, it's not brilliant, you know. I, I are you? I'll I'll ask a question again. This will swing it swing it round on you. How do you find the price point? Again, you're over there in Scotland now. You're walking around. You walk into Caden Head Shop. You see a, a 20-year-old for 80, 90 pounds sterling. Mm. And you come home here and you see uh, 
uh, a tree four year old new make and it's 80 euros you go yeah this is a bugbear for marty isn't it really yeah i i saw a guy talking one time about the 10 year old uh red breast that came out and they were saying oh it's a, it was a hundred pound and oh that's that's not a bad price you go and tell a Scottish man that he has to pay a hundred pounds for a for a ten year old bottle of whiskey. He'll hit you with a bottle. Yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong, I understand totally why they're doing this because secondary markets and stuff and all you know. But whenever people are talking about, oh, it's 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 a very affordable whiskey and it's 70, 80 pounds. That's not an affordable whiskey for a lot of your common or garden guys. It just isn't. Um, I I spend. Quite a lot of money on whiskey because one, I collect it, and two, I I, I, I I treat it as a as a as an experience, and I don't tend I don't tend to do. If you saw the car I drive and you see the one Justin drives, you'll understand why I spend so much money on whiskey. But but that's it. I mean, it's a it's a kind of a different thing for me. But whenever I hear people saying it, a hundred pound is is very reasonable for a ten for a ten year old whiskey. Uh, I'm sorry. It's, it's it's that's expensive. It's expensive enough. We I, I think part of it too. I mean, you're after hitting something there. I I, I had a, a conversation during the week about it. Do you think that the brands are now having an eye on the secondary market and cool. going? You know, absolutely. But do you think it? I, I, I and I not. Do you think that that small minded to think that that? I mean, when they're thinking, most of the brands now are thinking internationally. Did are they going? Well, they'll pay an extra tenner in Ireland. Do we get it? I think. I, 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 why wouldn't they? Why on earth? Why on earth would they not? If they look at it and think to themselves, "I'm selling this at a hundred pound," it goes to auction the day after we sell it, and people are quite prepared to pay one fifty, one sixty, two hundred for it. Why, why would we not charge one hundred and twenty pound? Because they're still going. It's probably still going to be elevated in uh, as a sort of pro rata amount, and. Uh, and there you go. You know, it's it's that that's that level of. <clears throat> I, I think Alexandra has a point there actually on on that is that when we get to a stage where a lot of the new distilleries, so when yeah. we've got forty distilleries with their own stock in the market, I mean, look at Dingle. You know, again, the single malt batches were mm -hmm. up on seventy euros. Now the core range is at fifty-five euros. It's come yeah. down. I mean, so does um, there there is that of it that when they get to a a point where they're stabilized, they have a constant flow now of stock coming through. They're not buying the secondary market. I mean, secondary market, uh, not secondary market, as in casks, wholesale casks, yeah, are off the scale pricing mm -hmm. at the minute. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's I mean, it. but there's there's still stuff I think is very good value for money. I mean, me and you've talked before about uh, writer's tears. Oh, I mean, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. How why people are not buying these now because they mm. they tick all the boxes. The yeah. one thing possibly the design of it, but it's, you can argue that it's maybe a bit in between. It's maybe not outlandish enough to be artsy, if you like, and it's not traditional enough. It sort of sits in between. It looks okay, but in terms of yeah, but at it's an it okay. retail price. I mean, it's not it's not offensive. So I, no. I you don't want it. I mean, if they if they charge you an extra. 10 20 quid and put it in a fancier box you'd sort of be a bit miffed about it so i think it's it, it, it's all right as it is yeah but i mean the thing is it's it's an annual release very limited great whiskey i mean a very very good whiskey and it's affordable i mean there's no yeah. nobody 
on any sort of income that couldn't afford to pay what it is released at every year. Um, it's it's funny. The the single the um, single releases of your, your Middletons. You know, if you're going to buy a Middleton collection, your single cask mm -hmm. stuff that you get uh, from the Maison de Whiskey or some of these here, and you're picking, you can still pick those up for probably what three, four hundred, roughly, maybe a wee bit more yeah. than that. Yeah. And yet, the the yeah, sort of the very rare ones. Bushmills, look at the Bushmills, thirty-two year old from the Maison de Whiskey, nine hundred. Yeah. 60 yeah. euros for 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 what it is i mean 32 mm -hmm. year old on the front of it whereas 28 year old uh um red breast uh, red breast is 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 too grand i mean again yeah. it's and, and i know you're you're, you're not you can slightly compare an apples and oranges in, in uh, yeah in but... what they are as, as a whiskey but i mean again just initial price point it's, it's a different animal yeah as i say i mean another um another thing that I probably I I've heard on about this many a time here. I see very rarely you see a forty-year-old Irish whiskey pop up, and it doesn't do you know it makes a reasonable amount of money, but forty-year-old scotches are making that, and there's thousands upon thousands of balls of that. Yeah. Forty-year-old Irish, would there be a thousand balls of it in the world? No, 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 wouldn't. no. Uh, so in total. Keith Keith McCann thinks we're in a bubble and that the industry could price itself out of the market. Are we in a bubble? Says Keith. Um, I'm gonna say no, but we could be okay. we could be on the cusp of something a little bit overreaching. Uh, I don't think it's a, a big enough bubble that is going to affect the industry in any serious way. But I think the single cask releases coming so often it's forced people to start going, right? Well, we'll just collect this. We can't afford to go. Oh, we'll buy that and that and that and that because it's too many of them. Hang on, well, you see, again, I have to be. <laughs> I have to try and be <laughs> diplomatic in this, which is unusual for me. I mean, they're not Pokemon. You don't have to collect them all. But this is it. This is I, it. I've been famously quoted as saying that, and I, I actually think I went. They're not fucking Pokemon. You don't. Have I hate to Pokemon, them by the way. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you don't have to collect them all. This, this mentality of that people get. I mean, that you have to get full sets. When I when I put on my business hat and I say that mm -hmm. when people come to me and say I've got a full collection of whatever it is, I, I'll usually turn around to them and I, I would say it's 10 times out of 10, I will say to them, you will get more value, you will get more money selling them as individual bottles. Yeah. So they worked hard and they've busted a gut. And a lot of people have said, oh, it's just a crack of collecting a collection. But if you're doing mm -hmm. it, if, you're, if your mindset is that you're doing it for the collection as in it's going to be worth money yeah you look at the scotch i mean there's very few scotch collections yeah that have been worth money it's usually individual bottles that are the the trendsetters and the real high price yeah but when the, the when it moves down the the whiskey industry moves on in five years time i mean i say this all the time what will give it the legs is the new dingle um blend that's released you know the, the the core ranges all the stuff that they'll be bringing out because that's that's ultimately where the longevity is and it has to be um alexandre brought up about uh, you being a, a tealings gate tealings some of the tealings whiskies are superb the problem tealing happens a little bit is there's too much of it there's all these different casks and and it's it's kind of hard to get you know with all these different cask finishes and sometimes it's hard for people to go uh, well what one is the 
the core range. What is the, the, the core range? And I think they suffer a little bit from that. Yeah. I, I, I think... I'll actually even go, I'll be namely more outspoken on something. I think tailings and possibly for Cullen now nearly suffer a hangover of Cooley. I think Cooley are deemed as a, uh, people deem them as a, as a cheaper brand or as the, as a second rate, uh, I, I don't know, a second rate distillery it seems to be because I never quite get why people don't hold things like the Chirconnell's why they don't hold them in higher esteem. The Connemara's, I mean, what Connemara did when it came out, people should be ranting and raving about it. But I'd be honest, everything I think Dr. John Teeling did back in the day, the man should be held up as the saviour of Irish whiskey, if I'm totally honest. And I don't think he ever really gets the credit he deserves. Because without him, all of this, is it a bubble, is it too much? It It wouldn't be happening, there wouldn't be any. If I'm, if I'm totally honest, it just nope. it certainly wouldn't be the shape it is now without nope. him. Um, and Cooley, well, there's lots of very good whiskey out there that comes from Cooley. Just yeah. doesn't say that it comes from Cooley, but yeah. we know it does. Well, but that and that's the thing, isn't it? Most of the stuff that everybody's ranting and raving about now is X stock from Cooley or X stock from Bushmills, and again, yeah. they, they just they don't get that the love that they should get. And as I say, I think as a side effect, I think tealings the likes of the 30-year-old tailings or the 33-year-old tailings, people look at it and they go, ah, do you know what, it's not. Whereas if that was a 30-year-old Middleton or a 33-year-old Middleton, it'd be in the multiples of what it is. You know? Whereas... <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's, I think there is that... Uh, actually, it's just people collect what they want to collect. You know? Steve, um, Steve, Stephen Quinn there saying uh, he was picking up a gang forecast, a 25-year-old for 100 quid. Irish whiskey is pricing itself out of the market. At twenty five yeah. quid, that's at hundred quid. That's some some whiskey, isn't it? Uh, I've opened another beer here, by the way. Hoppiness, hoppiness. <laughs> you can't know it by something. Like I yeah. love a good gimmick. You know, all this was a bit cheesy. I love it. The happy days. It's a, it's a <laughs> Here's a good brilio based on Loch Ness. <laughs> Don't, 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 you keep the myth alive there at Loch Ness. Uh, Darren Barney Milligan is saying, do you think difficulties in pricing of shipping, especially with shipping of cash, i.e. US to UK, will put will keep putting the prices up? Well, that's the empty cash he's talking about. Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, put it like this. When, you have to remember the size of some of the distilleries in, in the US. Um, MGP, you know, the, 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 the amount of rye whiskey and stuff that they're churning out is just phenomenal. I mean, it's absolutely enormous. Um, Buffalo Trace, I think, have built a new extension of just and it's a millions of pounds. I mean, it's not even like 10 million, it's it's multiple yeah, hundreds, of, yeah, yeah. hundreds of millions of pounds yeah, extra. There's now 2,000 distilleries in uh, the US, there's going to be lots of casks, really. You know, I, I, I heard a thousand there recently enough. Somebody said to me, there's over a thousand. And I went, holy shit. What, 144 in Scotland? We're at 41 now in Ireland. Well, put it like this. There's more whiskey distilleries in New York State. Or it might not be now. There might be just a, a couple of differences on it. But there's more whiskey distilleries in New York State than there is in Ireland. Or, or thereabouts. It's very yeah. comparable, put it like that. 
and that's just New so York State. Again, they, they've got to do something with their barrels. I, I so one of the things that we were talking about the other day was when we were saying about the the price point of initial on retail for for whiskies, Irish whiskies. Mm-hmm. Middleton very rare has recently gone up to two hundred uh, euros as their uh, recommended retail price. So they've add, added twenty quid on it. Yeah. Surely at the scale that IDL is at and, and the world presence that they have, their cost price hasn't increased by that. No, of course it hasn't. So, it hasn't. so the shipping difficulties and all that sort of stuff is irrelevant to a behemoth like them. You can understand it to somebody like Brandon or, or yeah, Michael well, and Boylock or somebody absolutely. like that, where they're buying ones and twos and fives and mm-hmm. tens. But yeah. I mean, 3,000 casks a day are filled in Middleton. Yeah. I mean, I, funny, I was in Pit Lockery last night and I was telling some of the guys that were there, Ed, Edredur's up there, and Edredur have, have basically built another distillery to double production. Yeah. So it's now up to six casks a week. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's six casks a day, but uh, you know, it's, it's this tiny little amount. So they, they struggle from all that kind of thing. IDL, IDL's not going to struggle. I mean, if, if they've if ever have any problems, they just phone, hello, Perno, is there any chance mm-hmm. you could give us an idea? And, mm-hmm. I mean, Diageo's, I, I'd love to see one of the big guys doing a pot chain, you know, a, a decent, proper pot chain for, for Marcus and taking that along as well as the, as the Irish whiskey. You know? Would it have the uniqueness? Would it have the attraction? I mean, you look at when Hackler came out, when they tried it years ago, I know the market probably wasn't ready, for mm. when Diageo tried Hackler uh, so, so long ago. I mean, the, the market wasn't ready. Do you think it would diminish think, the uh, appetite for it now? Well, I was in St. Andrews today, and I was in one of the, the, the spirit shops, because any time, whenever the guests were walking about and getting about free time, I always go for a little nosy, and I was in, um, I, can't remember, I can't remember the name of it, I've been all over the bloody place in the last two weeks, but you walked in, and there was a guy training, a girl, she was obviously just a new start, and he was explaining to her, "Well, over here we've got the the uh, Irish gins, down here we've got Irish whiskies, up there we've got the the tequilas and mezcals, uh, these the kid." And he's going through it all. Now this is in Scotland, remember, the home of Scotch, and up there they're probably selling more to tourists than they are to locals, and yet now they're bringing in new spirits. They're bringing in um, uh, tequilas, your añejo tequilas, and your reposado tequilas, and you know your Mescals. Your mescals and things that probably most people haven't heard of. Vodkas, I heard them actually say, vodkas, a fraction of what they used to be. People aren't buying vodka anymore. They're buying all these new spirits. So why would... I understand Brendan um, and Cologne. They're, 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 Pochin's fantastic. But to be fair, Brendan couldn't make any massive dent in the American market. He just doesn't have the capacity. Whereas if you take someone like IDL or take someone like Diageo, they actually pick up essentially a a PGA product and do it well and do it justice. They can just bring their brand awareness, the whole putting awareness to it, and everybody piggyback on the back of it. And I don't see why that that would ever really be a problem. You know, use their their micro distillery down there to do. (laughs) It's what I heard a mad statistic the other day. It's either the fourth or the fifth biggest distillery in Ireland. Their micro distillery. Yeah, but this is it. I mean, they're in a different scale. You know, these guys are. And as you turn around and open Roanco, I laughed at that. It was like. Talking about scale. Talking about. 
we need race. a we need a distillery. We'll just throw was it thirty five million or something three at it. At it over the next six months. Money, money. We're ready to go build a distillery. <laughs> <laughs> Talk, talking about scale, Alexandri says the craft movement in the States means anybody with a pot and a contender can call yeah. themselves a distillery. So obviously some of them aren't that big, Marty. You know, oh, no, they don't I've seen them in Michael Portello. They're quite small. There's lots of them are very small, but they would be certainly in comparison, a comparable size to, to the likes of what Brendan would be doing or, or yes. Braylock or whatever. So you can write them off if you like, but they're still bringing out whiskey. They're still bringing out a, a, a product. And whenever you consider <laughs> the MGP, uh, I mean, the amount of stuff, I mean, is it 12, 12 stories or something that's over? And yeah. They're just pumping stuff out. Yeah. I mean, got hundreds of hundreds of thousands a week. You know, so all of this, people we, are, all this brown spirit. We've a long way to go. I think that's the thing. I think I, 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 again, people, and, and back to Keith's point about are we in a bubble? I mean, I don't think so. When, when the company like IDL is, is putting the investment into the, the the bonding warehouses that they're building in Dungoni and that the new stills that were replaced at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. John Teeling is an astute, astute businessman. I mean, there's yes. no dear doubt about it. So he's on about it's not long now till they will go to 24-7 distilling in Dundalk. They're on two shifts at the minute, going yeah. five days a week. They're not a kick in the ass off going to, to 24-7. 18 million litres uh, of pure alcohol of grain they can produce a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's phenomenal numbers. So phenomenal. the market is there. I mean, the Asian it market, the, the, the Eastern European market. We, I, I think, and again, I, I, one of the things that I have to, when I, when I point out to people that where Irish whiskey auctions is at now is, our global reach is just ridiculous now. I mean, the amount of stuff that we are shipping worldwide is mm-hmm. it, it just baffles me the <laughs> amount of american whiskey that we are sending back to america <laughs> lanterns and buffalo trace and everything back to america because yeah. obviously it's a price point thing that you know they either can't get it because they're in their state or the the, the prices are now gone so bananas in there that it's, it's all affordable here and again mm-hmm. i think we've we came just john teeling told me when within, I think it was about six months we were talking to him, he told me that we were early. He didn't think, we, he thought we were too early in the business. And I think we were just right. I think we just got it just yeah. at the time where, yeah. where the, 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 the revolution was just happening. People were joining and, and starting to talk about it. Who would have seen COVID coming? I mean, COVID really done us a favor because everybody yeah. was sitting at home and they <laughs> they couldn't spend money. They didn't know what to do, so they sat at home and got pissed. I mean, that's <laughs> that's always good. And everybody put a bit of stone weight. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't. I was all I was always. Crap. <laughs> I mean, that's not kidding me. Yeah. You know? I I I was getting trousers trying on there, forty four inch waist. Uh, that's yeah. bad. I remember I when I was forty four inches waist. Yeah. <laughs> I had to buy a new neck, a, a half inch larger neck t- neck size. I don't know if you've seen the video that I seen that I that I put on a suit. I was I had to wear a I don't wear suits, I don't dress up. I had to wear a suit for a, a wedding I was at, and the guy appeared with a shirt and he sort of says, you know, what size shirt are you? And I says, Oh, I take about 18. Come on, put an 18 on, wouldn't even go over my shoulders. 22 <laughs> inch neck I have on me. I'm like a Fucking wildebeest. 
so uh, yeah, I don't, I don't worry. I've given up worrying about stuff like that. Now. Wear black; yeah. it makes you look skinny. All right, well, that's, that's funny enough. <laughs> black tea, black jumper. <laughs> you think I'm always wearing black in the videos. He is skinny. He is skinny. skinny. You're skinny. You are skinny. Uh, not really. Uh, no, I, I, no, I'm not. <laughs> I got another wee bit off. But no, uh, no. At the uh, so this month's auction started uh, Friday. When? Friday. Last night. It was the last night. Uh, today Saturday. Uh, Saturday. Yes. Yeah, so um, at five o'clock, and people are away, mad shit again. <laughs> what am I looking at in this month's auction? I mean, we've we've uh, there's a Middleton there. Speaking of Middleton, there's a Middleton there was done for Glendimplex, um, distilled in 1973, bottled in 2008, and mm -hmm. um, for their 25th anniversary, fantastic bottle. Um, there is just so much stuff. Uh, again, we carried on our, our charity thing. We've got um, we've got bottle Most... number one of the uh, batch six single malt and the cask strength of uh, in that, and that's raising money for the Little Blue Heroes, which is a, a, a charity yeah. that helps little kids. I saw I saw I saw your promotional video for that, um, mm. and you're talking about Little Blue Heroes. I, I, I don't I don't know the charity, um. They they sort of do things like uh, you know when kids want to be a fireman or a little bit be a policeman so they they bring the fire brigade to them or I mean there yeah. was a there was a young kid in in Monaghan County Monaghan there I think a couple of years ago and he was terminally ill and they 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 got drive bys with squad cars or they brought him to the fire station and stuff yeah. like that and it's it's sort of like that make a wish sort of type thing with, yeah, with, yeah, with yeah. a hint to uh, um. With the, with, to the to the to the frontline services, and then we have the lost Irish. It's not the lost Irish, as Katie kept giving it to me. It's called lost Irish. Uh, they've got their first five bottles, and that is raising funds for the Alzheimer's Society of Ireland. So again, uh, yeah, something that's very personal to me and to Neil and, and Tim, who who yeah. are behind the, the lost Irish. But again, that's look charity again. I mean, we we talk about it. I mean, we we. People go, you know, why are we doing it? Why wouldn't we do it? I mean, we're in a position where we can do it, so why yep. not fucking do it? I mean, of course, it doesn't, doesn't cost us. On the scale of things, it doesn't cost us anything, no. really. You know, no. do it. So, and, and, and we congratulate it for it because, yeah, it's, it's the fact that you do do it is means you. Yeah, thirty over over thirty thousand so far, or I think last year. Something like that, some ridiculous amount. It's yeah. it's just ridiculous. And I mean, again, as I keep saying to people, without people supporting us, or without you know people bidding on bottles and giving us the bottles and that, I've got a very funny looking haircut and a very funny looking website. But that's about <laughs> it, you know. I'll, I'll never make it as a supermodel. So I was thinking of doing an only only fans or something like that. What do you think of that? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm probably cost you money. <laughs> people pay to make me go away. You know that's it. Uh, only fans, only fans, yeah. only no, fans, uh, only fans and horses. That'd be what I mind to be. That would, that would work. I bought just a, a little side thing. I bought a set of stamps. I bought a book of stamps, you know, first class stamp, and they're only fools with it. The, the Royal Mail's trying to stroke me because they're only they're only fools and horses. They're not it's real. They're not. Yeah, so I, I, I can't use them. I have to go and buy other ones. I have to keep them. Uh, no, it's uh, it's funny, but no, the uh, the charity stuff's to be commended as. Um, and it's nice that you do it every month. Now, the highlights of this are the, the that Middleton bottle, 
Um, nearly it. I mean, we mm. we have every so Justin actually <coughs> dust out the old wallet. There's uh, if you want a full uh, Middleton collection, you can have every bottle. We have every bottle as an individual bottle in this auction, bar in 1989. So you have yeah. 84 all the way up to 2021, and you can buy them all as individual bottles. Don't forget, uh, Justin, it's coming up to Christmas, right? I've I don't if you haven't got the present sort of. Oh, I need the eighty nine to complete the collection. Oh, all right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Board, <laughs> yeah. I'll find you one. I will find you one. <laughs> I will get one for you. So they, everybody, uh... everybody thinks it's in that wardrobe there. That's not, that's not a wardrobe. That's just the cash wardrobe. No. <laughs> uh, that's where he keeps the gold bullion. <laughs> uh, Waterford, actually, there's one for you. We we touched on it there. There's a load of Waterford in this one. I think there's yeah. ninety three different bottles of Waterford in this month's auction. And do you think Waterford's coming back again? Because it went and then it sort of went like this. And is it what's it what's it going to do? Uh, I think people have changed their tack. I I've, the amount of people that have said to me, do you know what? I'm not going to chase all the one point ones. I'm now going to chase the cuvées. And they thought there won't be as many cuvées. <laughs> and then Waterford go out and lash about four of them out in a row, and everybody's like, oh, fuck's sake, man. <laughs> what are you that? Like, I can't do that. I love up never Mark Rainier does uh, stuff like that. Yeah. It does a sort of fucking yeah, makes yeah, me think. Makes me it just these sort of piss people off. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think it is take me out of them. Um and then like again, Dingle, I think, was one of the things I said I think that the Dingle batch six being the end of the collection changes the dynamic of Dingle. I mean, I think yeah. now it's a finite collection, it's one to six. You can get bottles one to six and get maybe the casks rent one to six. And that's it. That's the collection. Yeah. You know, the, the founding fathers will be whatever it will be. Um, but I think that, it, you know, that's maybe the collection that people thought Waterford were gonna, was going to be. Yeah. I mean, I initially, I don't know about you, I initially thought that Waterford were going to have a couple of core ranges and then the cuvées, the seasonal cuvées. But instead, they just fucking threw <laughs> every bottle out every fortnight. And people I, I be honest with you, from day one, I was always a bit confused about the whole thing because it was like, how are 1.1 okay we get 1.0 but we're going to do a 1.2 from the same year and then the next year it'll be a 1.2 a but we'd make two and you're like how the hell are you going to have a consistent product yeah. how, how are you when i go to buy something how do i know what it's going to taste like you know and then he really fucked everybody up <laughs> a couple of weeks ago he went and he brought a 2.1 out for gaia and everybody was like hang on <laughs> What's the story here? It's supposed to be one point two. Yeah, so, uh, but I, I'll be honest with you, I, I do, I, I do kind of like what he does because it really sort of pisses people off sometimes. Yeah, but again, they're not fucking Pokemon. You don't have to collect them all. No, that's um, it. That's it. But I mean, the thing is, even to, just to buy it to, to drink it, I think there's a there's there's a, there's there's a, a bit of an inconsistency. And now they've got the cuvee out and said, "This is this is our product. This is what it's going to be." I haven't actually got it yet because I haven't really had time. Which cuvee? That's the there and nice thing. There's <laughs> micro cuvees. There's mini cuvees. There's mini coopers. There's mini clubmans. <laughs> there's mini countrymans. You just I hear lads. Yeah, aye, I, but no, the the it's the, the the main one, the one that they say that. That Leah done the artwork for the the, the cuvee, just the cuvee. Yeah. They said, said it's going to be their stand up product. That's and yeah. I haven't got, I haven't had a chance to, to to taste it yet because, unfortunately, I've been for the last two weeks. I've been well, fortunately, I've been up and running. I've been working, so I haven't really had a chance to get it. But anyway, so there's a question in. 
Yeah, there's a question then. Joe Baker uh, is asking, what software and video servers are you using to get this good interface? John, it's it's one called Be Live, and if you'd like to get it, there's a discount link to it if you want <laughs> to get this. It's Be Live, or if you want me to do it for you, if you're running some sort of show or something like that, there I can do that for you if you want. Uh, so that that is what it is. It's called Be Live, and it streams to uh, RMTP. It streams to LinkedIn. It streams to YouTube, and it streams to Facebook as well. And it ain't Zoom because it's shit. <laughs> All right, it ain't Zoom. There you go. And there, there goes a review of Justin for this month's tech review <laughs> discussion. <laughs> Listen, we better, we better do one or two more before we hit the 90-minute mark. Uh, Waterford are pulling a tailings. Uh, Water, Waterford are pulling a tailings that are just too many expressions. You can never have too many expressions. <laughs> never. Trust me. Dingle are coming on in a week or two, and we, we love expressions. And then, Can I say something on that? I actually I, I will be brief on this. The, don't forget, the whole objective of a distillery is to make whiskey and sell it. Mm -hmm. So... People give out about I me. Mean, people give out about JJ Louise and JJ Curry when she was bringing out all the bottles. Going, oh, fuck's sake, I can't keep up. She's like, she, you know, she's a hamster on a wheel. That's what she's meant to do. Uh -huh. uh, I, I, what I meant earlier on about forcing people to, to decide what they're going to collect, I didn't mean that as a bad thing. I mean, yeah. there was a time when you could have probably bought Had all of it. But as it, boom, 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 it's actually forced people to go, right, well, I'll just do the cause. I'll collect the Causeway collection, and the other stuff will just buy the drink, you know, and, and maybe do a mix of both. But yeah. th having that collection and it's just sort of focusing people. Um, and in some ways, it's sort of forcing people to do brand loyalty. You know, they are just saying, oh, "Okay, I'll just I like I like the Bushmills, or I'll take a punt on the Bushmills, or or whatever." So it's not. I, I didn't I didn't mean that as a as a. a, a an aspersion on anybody, but or, or or any company either, but it just sort of focuses people that this is what we're going to have. This is what I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick that, and that's the one I'm sticking with. Um, I had a question. I had a question in my head there. No, surprise, surprise, it dropped out. Uh, in terms of the newer distilleries coming out, now you you be a man that might, might be well placed for this. All of the newer distilleries are opening up. They're going to have to have something new to bring to the market as such. You know, they're going to bring up. And where do you see that going? Because, I mean, there's lots of new innovations. We've seen the different cask finishes. We've seen single cask this. We've seen this finished in this cask. And we've seen people bringing out, this is the cask strength version. And this is the... Are, are the new guys, do you think, going to have to copy that style? Or are they going to be... I think that the, the, the world's their oyster, really, in a way. I mean, look at the cask finishes that are open to them. I mean, there's loads of different mm. maturation options and cask finisher options. But then you've got things like blended malts and, and, and yeah. all that sort of stuff. I mean, like, thank God, in a way, that we have the scope that we have in Irish whiskey that we can do the various things that they're going to do. I mean, look, again... <laughs> What's John Teeling's statement? I mean, it's three ingredients. I mean, it is literally three ingredients. Mm -hmm. So they can't, you know, start throwing in like 
you know, slice up two hamsters and throw it into this one's one and, and make stuff special <laughs> out of it. I mean, it is literally... <laughs> Does that not be the biodynamic stuff from work? Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the vegan friendly one. Um, you know, that the, the, the thing about it is that there, there's only so much that they can do with it. But I mean, again, it doesn't have to stop at that or it doesn't have to... Mm. Uh, I mean, if, if somebody else is doing a sherry cask, does that mean, oh, well, I'm not going to buy it from, like, because Ecklinville does it, well, I'm not going to buy it from, from Sleeve League or I'm not going to buy it from... But they all yeah. seem to copy each other. They always seem to do an orange one. They always seem to do a coffee <laughs> one. They always seem to do a certain type of cask. I mean, it. let's face it, come on. Surely there's bound to be some product confidentiality and somebody will come out with something that throws I'll a curveball at me. Are you walking around in a big puffer jacket at the minute? No. Well, apparently that's all the rage. Apparently, Cornu, uh, Katie, oh, I do, all, I do, I do have, I do have one. <laughs> Sorry, I, look, look, you know, they, 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 there you do. I, 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 I do have one. Look, like, there you go. I, I, I knew you had to have one exactly. So that's all the rage. So it's about fashion too. I mean, look at podcast. I mean, nobody, nobody talked. Um, nobody thought was talking about podcast. It was a, an exception. But I mean, mm-hmm. in the last eighteen months, I mean, all the good whiskies. Not yeah. all the good whiskey because I mean some of my favorites lately have been um ports. I mean the just what I was on about earlier on, the Liberator or uh the old Comer, the the, the new cover is that's Honey barrels are huge in the States right now, says John Baker. Make sure you comment, like, and share, and hit subscribe on YouTube, John, and use that link to buy Be Live. But we had Honey Barrel about five years ago, Honey Barrel. Everything was a Honey Badger here, wasn't it? <laughs> honey Badger, Honey Barrels. <laughs> honey oh, Badger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, 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 I, I, again, I, I keep saying this. I've, I don't really have a sweet tooth, and the honey stuff never really twigged for me. Loved it, loved it. Ah, but you've, that, that's, that's why... You, that's why you have a uh, borderline 40, diabetic. Forty-four inch waist. That's why. <laughs> I wasn't going to mention. I wasn't going to mention that. I was going to mention your diabetes. Uh, but that, that's and I mean again, you yeah. look at you look at what what the the variations that that even I, I keep reverting back to Dunville's. They've done the the Palo Cortado and the the Oloroso yeah. cast now a few times, but the variances in the in the whiskey mm-hmm. itself is huge. So. Yes, look, I, I don't think we're going to get to a point where everybody's going, ah, fuck, not that again, ah, not that again, because there's so much scope when you've got innovation on mash builds, you've got innovation on maturation, innovation on on finishes, you know, on the age, on blends. I mean, yeah. there's, there's, you know, it's like a Ford Transit. I mean, what, 17,000 different combinations. <laughs> so, like, I mean... And, well, the other thing is, now, they're, they're changing the, the take file for pot still. And that opens yeah. it up even yeah, further yeah, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. And, and 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 did you do did you do the the Bawan? Um... Oh man, I, ge- I genuinely I, I've, I I talked about this one night and we interviewed I interviewed Fanon and stuff. Um, when I done it live that night, and I I I'm one of these people I don't tend to do that kind of thing a, a lot of the time and get involved with all that kind of stuff. It's just kind of the person I am, and I thought that's okay. this. Well, some and and I know that sounds stupid, but in some regards, I actually am. I just I'm like mm, I just sort of sometimes keep myself to myself. But anyway, I done the Boan, and I sat there and I was listening to Matt Healy and I was listening to Fanon and and, and uh, Mike on stuff, and I actually felt as if I was taking part in something important. I, I genuinely thought mm. that is it, it. It touches 
everything that anybody who enjoys whiskey or likes whiskey would like about it. It's historic. It's tasty. It's looking at the future. It's got all the little things. And it was beautifully presented. And I, I heard somebody say, oh, but it's 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 um a hundred pounds for, for ten miniatures. Giveaway. Look, I thought it was a, I thought it was a bargain for what you were getting. The amount of work that went in they put in that together. It was just yeah. phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. And and, 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 and in seven years' time when they bring those whiskies out, you wait to see what price those boxes are. Yeah, I will be selling them, don't worry, I'll be still selling them. <laughs> uh, but again, and and it just it that that even answers the question about what you were saying is that, that like, I mean, mm. the innovation that's in that alone, the vintage mash builds, I see uh, Mr. Watson's grace us with his presence. Uh, um, he's, he's appeared out of uh, the da- the darkness. Um, I suppose it's coming near midnight so he'll be waking it up. Right. Um, but I mean, you know, what they can do up there, what they are having an eye to, what Brendan's doing with his little mash builds and, and stuff like that. Look, mm-hmm. the, I, it's the one thing that I'm not worried about. Yeah. I think, you know, that's the thing. I my more my concern is, is how is there, you know, it would be brands doing a disservice to Irish whiskey. I mean, yeah. all of these new brands that's in America and it's just, you know, uh, sort of short of sticking a, a shillelagh and, and a leprechaun in the front of it and calling it top of the morning to your whiskey. I mean, you know, seriously, I mean. I know, I know. Uh, that's where we're at. And we're not a kick yeah. in the ass out there with some of them. I mean, come on. I mean, they were even slagging me calling one two gingers. What's that about? <laughs> you, st- you know what the front of that should be? You standing, like, beside a mirror. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> Just the yeah. three gingers. You have to be a big fucking mirror now. Just, you know. Well, but you can have one of the top and the shorts in the bottom. <laughs> Do you know one of those? You know one of those whole, fairground ones. You're standing yeah. at <laughs> squeezed in the Is that what you're saying, Marty? Is that what you're saying? You have to think. No, I'm think, just thinking uh, about the, you know, the. Jesus, the, the you're having a go. You were slagging Justin about his diabetes and 44-inch waist. Now you're calling me fat as well. You may just quit now. <laughs> All I'm saying is, if you, the, I'm thinking of the aesthetics for the front of the bottle. You know, I think just me in fishnet stockings and a shirt and tie. There you go. That would sell. Come on. I tell you what, we could have you, you, and then Justin and a ginger wig, sort of front and back of the bottle. Do you remember? Do you remember Virgin Cola? What Virgin you, Cola. What Hold on, I remember Virgin, to, Virgin I'm Cola. I'm going to stick to the product the... band. My, my one for the the Michael Ignite or Michael Ignite was better last week. Yeah. Oh, no, why? No, but I'm I'm just thinking you in the front and that shaped. Do you remember the Pam Landron shaped Coke ball? That That's what I brought like. That's literally what I love. You can have a bottle of that whiskey shaped in like you. <laughs> Small and fat. Yeah, that'd be right. Yeah, I know where you're going with that. Again, you're tagging me. I don't know. You're lucky you've got no feelings. You'd hurt my feelings if you did. Uh, one, one and a half litre bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Let us squat you're, one. You're terrible. That's terrible. That's terrible. Uh, tell you, you invite know. your guests on and then you abuse them. Well, look, this isn't going to last this show. How long have you been doing this? Not three years. You just won't last, no, man. No, no, no how about, been... about a year and a year and a half now. A year and a half, anyway. Yeah. So what else do you do? Now we're on tour. Now we're on tour. Have a life, no. Well, not not during COVID, no. Yeah, I'm sure we weren't allowed out the house in case the COVID police put us. But it's yeah. a deal. So, so somebody says Frank Hearn, sir, saying should 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 we do a nine o'clock start 
move the show to nine o'clock like the news move from nine to ten and then ten to nine uh, well put it as we never know what we're going to get you never know what we're going to get you're going to have to do it now i mean when you start going back out and having a social life and sort of i mean you can't be oh no 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 you see you can actually record this and then put it out as live and people don't know the difference look are you calling your your viewers and spectators stupid there's no you can't be doing that lads (laughs) you're slagging off guests you're slagging off your people your viewers you're shit so, so, some weeks when it's recorded, they ask the people who just said he can't come on because he's on holiday, yeah. but he's on here now. They think they don't realize he's not actually there, and we just, have to answer the question for them. But Justin, you do this on the radio, and I know, uh, and I know. Do, and people phone in and ask, he's recorded, he says it's a recorded interview, and people still phone in and ask the question. It's like, you do realize in the studio, it's him. Nobody's allowed to come in for COVID, but I'll tell you, somebody actually once got fired from Sky News from this because they showed a recording of a missile test. I mean, it's complicated. It's, uh, uh, but I knew it was recording because you, you're never going to see a real missile being fired. But he, he, he actually got he got he got let go from Sky News or something like that over over that doing a recording. Where, where was so, that? Where was that missile being fired in Carrick? No, it was being fired the Persian Gulf or somebody. But I always <laughs> tell people it's recorded and it actually comes up live in the corner here, but we can't see it. It comes up live in the corner. Where is it? Up there somewhere. It comes up. Where is it? I can't show it because I can't, can't put my finger into your screen because this is real. <laughs> but uh, it comes up live and then in the replay it comes up transmitted live earlier. You know, so uh, pe- people don't mind. I mean, it, obviously, you know, if... If I if I have a weekend away somewhere, which hopefully will be a thing eventually, uh, <laughs> you know, if, if you if you're in, if you're in a different if you're in a different time zone, it's very easy to do this because I could just do it in my lunch break at work if it was a different time zone in the world I was in. You, you, you would need a job first, Justin. Is this not? I can know. That not be a key part. Of the whole obviously, if it was in Saudi Arabia, I mightn't be able to do it because they might imprison me for talking about alcohol. But we've got quite a lot of viewers there because I can tell you, you know, uh, where the viewers are. But Fun, uh, funnily enough, they're not making too many comments. Neither no, they're, they're never going to comment. Justin was telling me we have, we had certain people in Afghanistan watching it. They've dried up somewhat recently, Anthony. Right. <laughs> well, with regime change. Regime I can't imagine change. why. <laughs> I can't imagine why they would no, have been afraid of No. You can imagine them all sitting around in the shisha on a Saturday night going, Yeah, we're going to go back. I'm like, Zuckerberg's down most of the time now anyway so never know we were getting serious uh, web attacks I I Mm -hmm. definitely thought uh, Kim Jong-un had something in for me (laughs) because the amount of hacking attempts that we had from North Korea I was going lads seriously I was thinking I know I've offended a few people in my life but Kim Jong-un I think that's a bit of a stretch you know so you know, they, they just attack anybody for badness, you see. Sure, no, and sure and because you're a, a major product like Irish whiskey, obviously they go out. They, sure they, they brought, I mean, they, they caused a huge amount of damage to whiskey auctioneer. Was it start of last year? What was it, it the Koreans? I think it was the Koreans come in and basically just wiped out the whole site. So it was, I think it was the Koreans. Don't, I, I, it, was, like it, it used to be we we had on on because we our old platform right up until June this year 
we were using it was essentially based on a wordpress platform which mm -hmm. is probably one of the most hacked things in the world up there hit with, wordpress with, hit wordpress with, but anyway. yeah but uh i mean the amount of hacking attempts we used to get and i mean the lads would be literally flat out now we don't deliberately don't hold any bank details or payment or credit card like details on our site for that very reason yeah. so even worst case scenario if we ever did get breached there's nothing there they can't get it and it's all just remote links and, and encoded links but i mean it, it's just mad that that's the world we live in now that you have to have an eye to these things I mean, yeah again I, I i won't tell you one of my <laughs> They don't, don't, they don't tell no, us no, that Jung-un's a major buyer. This could get me into serious trouble. We used to have a, a, a streaming service for uh, um, mass and all that for one of my, my other company. We do um, TV services for nursing homes uh -huh. and we do mass on a Sunday and all that sort of stuff. And so we used to have the stream up all the time. And then when the mass had come on, it would broadcast the mass. That was well and good until one Saturday afternoon it got hacked and we had hardcore porn being broadcast into the nursing homes. That uh, wasn't great. That just no. was a very... There was uncomfortable conversations that day, <laughs> let me tell you. Very uncomfortable conversations. Just, Justin, could you explain your whereabouts on <laughs> 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 Saturday night? Just, it was... And it, it, it sort of, the phone started ringing. I remember the first phone call and I took it and I went, what? And it was really, it was sort of like flipping of... What are you talking about? What, listen, what do you mean? Listen, have they reinstated Bishop Casey again? Yeah, it was, just, <laughs> it was bizarre. I mean, somebody's telling you about this rather heavily endowed man being on the screen, and you're just going, oh, I, I don't know what you mean. And apparently, something like that in the nursing home with people full of drugs and stuff isn't a good idea. So, who would have thought it? You know, so oh dear, oh dear. That, that's, you see, people think that my life is relatively boring and mundane. This is the sort of stuff I do on a regular basis. Right? Yeah, no, it, uh, it does happen. People don't realize it. People no, don't realize. It. And you're dealing with technology. It's it is susceptible to stuff like that. One of these nights, you're gonna start speaking Korean. <laughs> uh, I can I I can assure you I won't I won't, I, I won't because always always buy an American system because they, they they will take great offense and great umbrage if anybody tries to hack it. <laughs> no. Big guy, I'm going to have to go to my bed because I surprisingly enough I have to get up in the morning and do a bit more work. I I've had I've had. A group of, we started off with 24. There's two people that some happened and they had to go back to the States. And and this week, they've just been the the, the, the nicest people. Honestly, just an absolute pleasure and a joy to spend a bit of time with them. So I... I oh, what's that? He's got the jingle. He's got the, the, the dingle. Oh, right. dingle batch six. Number six. Honest, God, that's number not six. bottle number one. I, I honestly didn't, didn't <laughs> drink bottle number one. That's when we tried to get and we couldn't get it. It sold out everywhere. I know nothing about it, Geronimo. <laughs> I'll send you a sample, Justin. No. Justin. Justin, you have the money to be able to afford to buy it whenever it pops up at auction. Uh, See? Uh, I, might, I, I, might, I might do it. Bad enough. Bad enough. You have to say <laughs> other, other auction sites are available. Sorry, other auction sites are available. Yeah. Um, well, not as good, we don't, we don't really because the rules of broadcast don't, don't really apply I mean... to the internet so don't worry about it <laughs> listen Anthony a pleasure talking to you as always buddy and uh, listen keep going do what you're doing because 
I, I think it's superb what you're doing and it always has been and just keeps getting better and better. So and I do I do I do genuinely watch all of your videos with you and Key and mostly it's Key standing there going oh. He's a dickhead. He's a dickhead. No, that's not right. Such as <laughs> so are you not going to tell them about <laughs> as you waffle on and then yeah. she goes Yeah. It's nice it's nice it's, it's, it's like it's like trying to corral mongoose. <laughs> it's the only way to describe it because I'm just you know, it's random shit what comes into my head. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, here's, uh, one for you. here's tonight's thought. When oh. you're going to bed tonight, think about this. Have you ever drank milk from the same cow twice? Yes. Not knowing me. Know that. I mean, you've gone into Tesco's there to buy your liter of milk. Do you think it was from the same cow? Well, well, Are you building I, up a relationship <laughs> with her? Well, 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 I used to actually walk. Well, my mum used to walk me in the pram to the actual the actual milk and butter, which was on our neighbour's farm. And I did actually get the milk from the same cow twice. And there's one up here, birds. You can probably get them from the same cow twice. <laughs> just saying, just saying. The, the only thing, it just reminded me of a joke that uh, the first time I ever saw Billy Conley, the first thing I ever heard him say live was whenever he came on the stage, he says, who discovered you could drink cow's milk? And what was he doing at the time? <laughs> Here's a better one for you. Do crows have jobs? Do he? Crows. You know the way they know. all leave in the morning when they're in the, they're, they're in the rookery <laughs> and they all fly in the morning. Where the fuck are they going? They all well, have have you seen that movie, Journey to the Center of the Earth? Well, the, 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 the fly down through holes and then they get bigger because gravity gets less. And then they attack people oh, in B movies. No. I reckon uh, you imagine, and then the crew, you know, he's after having a day. He nearly got hit by a car. He walks into the nest. He's Jesus, Mary. You'll never believe what happened to me today. I was that close. That close. <laughs> that close. Well, here's the other thing. I found out the other day. There's a place. I was in Scotland. And I was coming through a place called Tarbit, right? And Tarbit is the scene of a thing called Squirrel Wars. The grey right. squirrel has been attacking, but the red squirrel is mounting a comeback, back, yeah. fighting back. Apparently, this is what happened. And I, I, this came into my head while I was talking to people on the on the coach. Apparently, the pine martin is munches squirrels. Okay, so munchy, munchy squirrels. But the red squirrel. Now, this is what the ex experts say. I swear to, swear to God, this is what the experts say. The red squirrel knows. To get out of the way of the pine martin, out of the way. The grey squirrel hasn't evolved this yet. Now, surely, God, if if the squirrels of a Friday evening, Jimmy the squirrel shouts to Mabel, Mabel, I'm away off down the pub tonight, down the pub, down the pub, and they're sitting around having a pint and go, has anybody seen Brian? Yeah. No, he's seen with that pine martin did the other day there, and he hasn't come back again. <laughs> You know, the pine would bite up brown for a coffee and whatnot. You know, surely it only takes one grey squirrel before it goes around, maybe on squirrel Twitter or whatever, to tell other people, you see the pine martin, stay, stay away, away from him. Yeah, because yeah. apparently that's what the experts say, the greys haven't evolved to know that the pine martin munches them yet. Seagulls are all on the dole. All seagulls uh, are on the dole. Absolutely, they're just bums. <laughs> and cows don't eat grass going downhill. That's true. That's that is, true. That, and 70% of them eat north, north south <laughs> rather than east. We, we know this. Awake at night. I'm, I'm lying in bed, you know, drinking my third bottle of whiskey for the day, <laughs> lying in bed thinking about cows eating grass going downhill. 
seagulls with Liverpool accents on the dole, giving you bad manners, and crows getting up in the morning having to go to work. Oh, by the way, uh, don't not to cast aspersions on the good people of Liverpool. Other nefarious towns in England are available. Other than <laughs> he said, it, he's from Dundalk. Yeah, he's from Dundalk. Yeah. <laughs> right. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Squirrels, Take care, in, the guys. squirrels in the pub. What a show! Targets. I'm going to cheese the name of this to squirrels in the pub. Good night. <laughs>